This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Go to https colon forward slash forward slash profitability dash movement dot mn dot co to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. Websites. We all have to have one. But how do you know your website is optimized? How do you audit it so you can make improvements? More people staying once they visit. How about a 35% improvement in conversion rates? My guest today, Brady Smith, founder of Invicta Enterprises, will give you the answers to these questions and more. Brady, welcome to Contractor Sense. Hey, Ruth. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited about this. My pleasure. And you've been working with websites for a really long time now, right? Uh, yeah, it's been a while. I, uh, I did some dabbling early on and uh, within the last three years has been like full time. But uh, yeah, been been quite a bit longer than that. But yeah, bringing it full time here within the last three years and really enjoying it, getting to work with all kinds of different businesses and all kinds of different niches. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll bet it is. Now, you know, you took something that was a, a hobby and a passion and made a real business out of it. How about that? <laughs> yeah. That's really, really cool. Okay. So in this day and age, do you know any businesses that don't have a website? Unfortunately, I do. do really? <laughs> I was just, uh, yeah, I was just on LinkedIn um, yesterday uh, with with uh, and connected with a, a, a random guy who he runs a contracting business and uh, looks like he'd been in business for a while. And I think that's usually what happens is, is somebody has been in business a while. They kind of think, well, you know, I've, I've made it this long without a website. I can probably, you know, keep going without one, which to me, I think is one of the biggest mistakes because you it's you, you leave so much on the table when you don't have a website. And a lot of people, that's their first uh, um, that's their first impression of you is the website that you have. So not having a website can uh, definitely uh, leave a lot of stuff on the table potentially. Yeah, how do you do your marketing without a website? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> I think what it boils down to a lot of times is just word of mouth. And word of mouth is great. It can get you high quality leads and all that sort of thing, but it is limited. There is just, there's a hard cap on how many uh, word of mouth leads you can get and how much you can actually actively grow that. So if for people interested in growing their businesses, I think there's really nothing better than a website uh, to help them scale. All right, so if I want to put my head in the sand and not come out and not grow, then I don't need a website, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But for the rest of us who want to be profitable and who want to grow and make sure that we take really good care of our customers, websites are important, correct? Exactly, yeah. So, all right, so you've been dabbling in it. So talk a little bit about what you actually do to help, let's say, a heating and air contractor grow his business through his website. 
Yeah, yeah. So one of the first things that I always start with is uh, my backgrounds in communications. I've been doing uh, article and blog writing for multiple years now to the tune of over a million words, which kind of it's crazy to, to even think about that. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in communications. So one of the things that I focus on with, with any business owner that I work with is how are we communicating? Uh, on your website, because really uh, that's the the key of the website is is uh, it's a form of communication. It's a way to get your message across, and it's not so much your message as it is what the the person is hearing. So that's one of the first steps is really focusing on on what is the website communicating. A lot of websites that you see will communicate a very me centric. Uh, thing where it's like, here's, you know, us, here's about us, here's, you know, all of our stuff, this is our, our portfolio. And like, uh, some of that thing, you know, some of those things can be important, but you got to balance that out with making sure that you're speaking to the individual and their needs uh, first and foremost. Right. I, I think from what you're saying is that what you think doesn't matter, what your customer thinks matters. Is that right? Exactly. Yes. So let, you know, go after you click off this um, podcast, go look at your websites and see whether it's me, I, us, we, or it's you, 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 you. And, and I think what you're saying is it should be you, 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 right? Exactly. And, and I have some stuff that I think we'll get into here in a minute about just kind of integrating your story. Um, and that may sound a little bit on the selfish side, you know, it's, it's my story, but there, there is a way to kind of turn it around and basically mirror your client, your customer in your story and make them see, you know, the problems and, and solutions that you found in, in your business and how that can actually benefit them. So they're reading your story, but they're seeing themselves in it. Yeah. And before we get into auditing websites and things like that, I have one other question. How important are testimonials and you know, people saying, yeah, this was great. I mean, I know the Google five-star reviews and everything else like that, but separate and apart, are testimonials important on websites or not? Yes, 100%. I'm glad you brought that up. Testimonials are one of my favorite things to use on a website because um, it's it's kind of that old adage of, of don't don't you know toot your own horn. You want to let other people kind of you know sing your praises. So I think uh, testimonials are a wonderful way to do that. So uh, making sure they're they're prominent on the website, making sure you're not uh, you know making it very easy to read so that people can just kind of glance at a, a testimony. I've seen some testimonials that come in large chunks or that sort of thing. And um, those are fine, you know, in some places, but when you're trying to just get people's attention, having kind of the, the highlights pointed out for people is a really good uh, first step there for testimonials. And then, uh, yeah, the more you can get, the better. There's, there's no such thing as too much social proof, as I always say. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's fun because people are willing to give one from what I see. You just have to ask. Yeah, exactly. And that is a, a big thing, just making that request and providing people with options too. Generally speaking, when I wrap up a, a website job, my the, kind of the gold, uh, in my opinion, is a video testimonial because mm -hmm. you can get the video, you can get the audio, you can also get just have it transcribed, you know, or type out what they say and, and have text as well. So it's kind of you know, three for one if you can get somebody to do a video. Uh, but a lot of times people aren't super comfortable with that. So providing other options like, you know, here's do a video. Um, there's a service that I like to use called Boast. It's boast.io. And um, that makes it super easy for people to do video testimonials. But then providing other options. If you don't want to do that, you know, just uh, maybe leave me a Facebook review. If you don't want to do that, maybe go ahead and, uh, you know, just say, reply to this email with a sentence about what you what you thought. Yeah. Or, you know, if they say something, you can I... Um 
transcribe that and send it to you for your approval and use it as a testimonial. So sometimes yeah. they'll just say things and you can do the work for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Okay, cool. So we know we need a website. We know we, that testimonials are absolutely critical on the website. All right, so when we get back from break, we're going to talk about auditing. We're going to talk about designing. And we're going to talk about you know how to set your design apart. So before we go to break, Brady, where can people get a hold of you and get in touch with you if they want to? Yeah, the easiest spot is invicta.enterprises. Uh, it's I-N-V-I-C-T-A, just like it sounds, invicta.enterprises. And uh, we do have a special gift for people at invicta.enterprises slash audit. Um, so we'll, we'll be talking more about that, but I just want to throw that out there. Very good. And we will be right back. Thank you for listening to Contractor Sense. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronin the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R O N A N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with Brady Smith, the founder of Invicta Enterprises. And if you want to reach Brady, it's Invicta, I-N-V-I-C-T-A dot enterprises. So I guess we have a lot more um, extensions than com anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to get creative these days sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let, first of all, let's get into what is a very quick way to audit your website. Yeah, I, I love this topic because like like you mentioned at the, the start there, um, a lot of times people, you don't know what's a good website necessarily. You don't know, is my website actually all that it could be? So that's where I like to, to focus on uh, when we starting uh, with a with a new client is okay. Let's let's take a look at the current website if you have one and kind of run it up against some some um, qualifications and see how it stacks up. Um, there's really kind of uh, let's see six different things that I like to to hit uh, or at least six um, that we could go through really quick. I'll just touch on these real quick. Um, first impressions that is huge. So when you land on a website, what do you see? What is your your first impression when you see that website? Is it um, you know I know exactly what's going on and I'm very clear on on what we got going here, or am I a little confused and I'm not quite sure you know what you guys are talking about or what you're offering? Um, I call it the two second test. Uh, they've done studies where it shows that people have uh, you have about two seconds to grab people's attention when they land on a website. So if, if you're landing on the website and within two seconds you can tell this is the problem that uh, that I'm offering to solve for you, then you're doing good. But if it takes longer than two seconds, <laughs> or if your website takes longer than two seconds to load, that's a whole other issue right there. <laughs> that's a, a very important thing. What are what are your first impressions on the website when you land on it? That's one of the main things I like to focus on. All right. So give me one more. Yeah. So uh, another one is just kind of your call to action. Um, this is one I think that gets overlooked a lot. And a, a bit, it kind of, if you back up a step, it comes down to the purpose of the website. A lot of people have a fuzzy purpose on their website. They really don't understand this is what my website is here to do. And if your website has a clear purpose, then your calls to action become very clear as well. 
especially when you're clear on the problem solution uh, combination that you're offering for the, the person. So if you have a very clear problem solution set up, your calls to action can align with that. So instead of uh, something like learn more on your call to action, uh, like if you ask yourself, you know, is, is learning more something that most people want to do when they land on a website? The answer is no. <laughs> there, most people aren't interested in that. They don't want to just learn more. That's boring. It sounds like it's going to take work. But what if I had a call to action that solves your problem? So, you know, for, you know, in, in, uh, for a contractor, you know, get your deck built or something like that. Something that is really uh, crunchy, I think is the word that always comes to mind for me. It's something you could really grab hold of. And that is a call to action that is actually going to be effective and get people to take action. Yeah, it might be, you know, call us to get cool in your home again or call us to get warm in your home again or something like that or stay warm or whatever. Yeah, you know, something that you're saying is that is not learning, but you know, something that they can do that benefits them. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Make it right, practical. So, yeah. All right. So how do we get a 35% higher subscription conversion rate? I'm glad you brought that up. This is one of the coolest little hacks um, that I've ever found. Uh, first of all, obviously you have to, this is assuming you have some kind of subscription option set up. So if you have a newsletter, if you have some kind of lead magnet, basically uh, where, <clears throat> excuse me, where somebody can sign up for a newsletter or, you know, a, a free download of some sort, you know, that's kind of prerequisite. But if you have that, then basically what we're going to do is we'll be flipping the home page upside down. So normally you see a website, the first thing you see is the menu. So when somebody lands on the website, they're confronted with a choice. Now that can be effective depending on your website, like Amazon, something like that. But most of us aren't running an Amazon-like website. So if we're doing more of a service-based business, we really want to have uh, that upside down homepage where instead of starting with just the menu, which is plain, boring, what everybody does, we want to start with an intro uh, that it has a call to action right there. So you want to make it very clear. And again, this goes back to your purpose of your website. What are you trying to get somebody to, what action are you trying to get somebody to take when they land on your site? So you want to start with that intro with a call to action. And then right below that, we mentioned this before, social proof. So if you're putting a call to action there, somebody's their uh, you know, inner critic is going to start with, well, how do I know I can trust you? How do I know that you can actually do this for me? So that's where the social proof comes in. So basically, we start with that intro with a strong call to action that's aligned with your site's purpose. We move right into social proof and just like showing off, hey, we can do this. We have done this. We are the perfect option for you. And then uh, the self-selector is the, the next section here. So not everyone who comes to your site is the same. You know, some people are going to be interested in just uh, getting information. Some people are, are ready to buy. They're, they're whipping out their credit card right there. Some people have no clue. So basically, you want to allow them to kind of choose their own adventure. So you don't want to overwhelm them, obviously, with a ton of different choices. But maybe one, one two options, three options, something to give people a little bit of uh, choice on, on what they, what they, where they go next on the site. Um, and then if they want to keep scrolling, this is a great spot to kind of put some of your story in. So a lot of people save this for the about page and they don't really do anything about uh, any kind of story or anything like that on the home page. I think that's a, a waste of space. So I would highly recommend kind of integrating that there. 
Um, so then kind of once you have those those four main elements in place, then we can kind of get into the uh, the menu, the navigation type stuff. Um, but really starting with that strong call to action, making sure that people know what action you want them to take, then showing off your social proof, having that self-selector and then getting into your story. Um, so that that's kind of the upside down homepage. Obviously, this isn't 100% set set in stone. Uh, we definitely play with it, you know, depending on the client and their needs and all that sort of thing. But the most important thing is, I'd say, just try something new. You know, if your site is not getting the conversions that you want, you got to mix it up. So think outside the box. Uh, upside down homepage might just be, you know, what what you need to kind of boost those conversions and get your website to the next level. Yeah, and uh, and and one thing that you mentioned earlier too, I think, would be really helpful is go back and look at your website and see how many eyes, me, our, O-U-R, you have on the site rather than you, mm. your, you know, and, and you might be shocked that it's all about you rather, you know, i.e. me, rather yeah. than you, the customer. I think that would be helpful too, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's where um, there's a lot of different websites out there, some free, some paid, they can kind of give you some idea of you know how many uh, website visits you're getting and how long people are staying what your bounce rates are that sort of thing so definitely yeah keeping an eye on your your analytics is a, a good thing to do absolutely so how long i mean and, and i'm not going to hold you this you know like to a you know turning down the screws or something like that let's assume somebody engages you and they say i want you, you know i want you to look at my website i want you to give me options for upgrading it, making it better, making it more conversion, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How long does that process normally take? Yeah, so to kind of look over a website and just kind of see where it's at, you know, uh, I've been doing this long enough that I can pretty much tell within a minute. Um, the the audit that I uh, offer is kind of a, a freebie for, for my, uh, you know, site visitors and that sort of thing. It can take uh, less than 10 minutes. So it really doesn't take a lot of time and it gives you some really valuable information. Like we talked about, the website is so often your first impression. So if you think about, um, you know, if you're inviting somebody over uh, to your house, you know, to have dinner or whatever, and there's, you know, stuff lying all over the place, there's, you know, broken things, there's, you know, it's dirty, like you're not gonna make a very good impression, chances of them coming back are not super high. But if you have, you know, everything is, is in its place, it looks nice, it's, uh, you know, modern, that type of thing, it's, it's updated, then it, it makes a big difference in making sure that they'll come back and that they want to stick around. Yeah, absolutely. So Brady, um, the, the gift is on your website, correct? Correct. Yeah, it's invicta.enterprises slash audit. So you can go there and just click, uh, I think it's get my audit or something like that. And uh, it's a free download. Uh, like I said, it'll be able to look through your website and basically score it. Um, so it's, it's kind of gives you uh, different choices as far as, you know, how your website is doing. And then uh, based on that, you'll be able to come up with an actual numeral score that uh, lays out on a scale. Say, here's, you know, how well your website is doing. You know, you might be doing really good. And that's just a good thing to know. Um, but then you might need some, some improvement. And this audit will really give you not only an overall score, but individual scores to be able to like, okay, you know, this area is where I'm really struggling. Uh, this area is doing pretty good. So I'm going to focus on that struggle area. And again, you know, just make, uh, just try something new, see what, see what you can prove. And uh, you never know what the results might be. Absolutely. Brady, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, it's been a pleasure, Ruth. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I just want to say that I am a big fan of this podcast, even though I'm not in the construction industry or the contractor industry. I, I just really get a lot of value out of what you bring. And so thanks so much for having me on. My pleasure.
And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.